Hey guys, Aaron from The Property Pod here, just uh, giving you a quick update on what's going on with these short little episodes that we're uploading. Pat is currently at Inman in Las Vegas. He's over there uh, expanding his knowledge and uh, probably emptying out his wallet, but uh, one of the biggest real estate conferences in the world and he seems to be having a blast and he's a man on the ground doing a bit of work for us. He's uh, taking the recorder over and he's getting some really, really good content, stuff that's definitely worth listening to. So we're just going to upload them one by one as we get them. He'll send them through when he can and we will upload them to the podcast. If you've already listened to this interview or you're coming to this at a later date, we did upload this with some really, really dodgy sound. So what we'll do now is this is the second time this episode's been uploaded, but it doesn't really matter if this is the first time you're listening to it. Essentially, what you're listening to is the premium copy of it. Pat found out what he was doing wrong. We sent him through the advice and this is a updated version of the interview that he's had with Ben Morse. Ben was a keynote speaker at the event and he was discussing marketing and social media. He, uh, I'm pretty jealous with this one. He used to work at Marvel and anyone that knows me knows that I am a big Marvel fan and it's right in my wheelhouse. It was nice that Pat rubbed salt into the wound on that one and uh, I wish I could have been there to, uh, to have a chat with the guy, find out some inner workings of the Marvel Entertainment world. But this is a property podcast and they do talk property, so it's definitely worth a listen. Uh, well done, Pat, on grabbing such a great interview and we look forward to more coming through as you keep rocking it out at Inman Connect. Hi, everyone. Patrick Berry of 414 Real Estate here. As you guys are well aware, I'm actually over at Inman Connect in Las Vegas this week and I've just finished the first day of the conference. It was a really good day. We actually learned a lot about marketing and I'm lucky enough to have one of the speakers here with me, Ben, who's just been up on stage. He's given us a great talk about social media and how to utilize it within the real estate industry and I thought I'd get him on the mic and just have a quick chat to him. Yeah, hey, man. Ben, how's it going? It's going great, dude. I'm really enjoying this. It was uh, fun speaking today. It's definitely a different crowd for me. I've never done a real estate conference before, so I didn't know how that would go, but it seemed to go pretty well. Now, a lot of my listeners are going to be pretty excited with the background that you have, mm-hmm. Ben. So yeah. tell us a little bit about how you got into social media marketing. So I'm currently a visiting lecturer at uh, UNLV here in Vegas, but before that, I worked for 10 years at Marvel Entertainment. Which I'm sure gets a lot of excitement from yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's, that's, that's the money. Yeah, that's where the money is. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I uh, I started working at Marvel in 2007, about five months before Iron Man came out. And I stayed, the way I marketed, I stayed all the way through Black Panther. That was the last movie I worked on. Now, I know one of my guys on the show, Aaron, is going to be super jealous I'm talking yeah. to you because he's been sending me Comic-Con posts all weekend about oh, Blade being yeah. remade. Yeah, Maharshal Ali. Yeah, yeah. He's just been like pinging me with messages. Oh, did you hear this announcement? Yeah. Did you hear this? So yeah. I reckon if he was here today, he, this would be the one session where he'd know so much to talk about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, it was cool kind of like watching that. Like this is... This is the second Comic-Con where I wasn't actually working there. Yep. So, like, being able to just watch as a fan and take in all those announcements was pretty insane. <laughs> I guess Marvel's going to keep making cool movies, so I'm yeah, excited well, about that. it be interesting to see how they move forward, obviously, Absolutely. with Disney now owning yeah. them. And obviously, the budget that they've got access to now Absolutely. is just ridiculous. Yeah. But we're not here to talk no, about how amazing here. those guys are. Understood. I'm sure we could. Understood. Um, I guess what I'd love to have a quick chat to you about is our podcast is really based around um, individual, um, like, Advertising, well not advertising, um, educating consumers mm-hmm. about 
how they should buy or sell property and helping them understand better as to how the real estate market works. And I guess my question that I really wanted to put to you is, mm -hmm. if you were selling your home and mm -hmm. you were going to use social media, what avenues would you look at um, and what would, should they be talking to their agents about in potentially using to promote their property for sale? Well, I think one of the things I talked about in the, in the talk I just gave was really kind of honing in on who your audience is and figuring out which social media platform best appeals to you. Uh -huh. uh, to me, I said in there, the one that kind of crosses brands is Facebook because yep. um, I feel like that's where people who are going to be buying homes. If I was listing my home, I would probably start on Facebook. Um, I would I would start there because I think people who could give me a serious offer would be there. People who could help me would be there. And then I'd move from there to Instagram yep. just because I think that's where a younger audience is. I think if you're covered on Facebook and Instagram, that's kind of a good start for social media, particularly in real estate, just because I feel like Facebook's kind of a broad appeal and then Instagram is so visual and so, so much of what you do is visual. So in two ways, a part of it is comes down to demographic that you're trying to pitch yes. to. So obviously with Facebook and you said it today and you little bit older speech that the yep. older people are on there and that's why a lot of younger people indicate they, they run not away there anymore. Yep. They don't want their parents seeing technically what they're up to. Yep, absolutely. Um, so obviously selling a home or looking to promote a property to that demographic, Facebook's definitely You're probably going to start on Facebook because that's, I mean, I don't, it's not where the adults are per se, but it kind of is. It's where the grownups are. Yeah. And if you're buying a house, you're, you're probably not looking to try to, you know, appeal to college kids and high school kids. Yeah. You're going to be looking for a little older demographic. I saw an interesting stat the other day, and I, I'm pretty sure it was a worldwide, or must be a worldwide stat, that over 50% of the world's population is actually going to be millennials by 2021. Wow. Um, with millennials now at that age group where, especially in Australia, they're now at the age where they are starting to buy or yeah. rent homes. Um, to me, that indicates that maybe some of these newer platforms like Instagram and Instagram stories is another area that agents or uh, people should be looking to promote their I homes. think you're going to find a lot of people who are on Facebook right now because that's where their audience are right now but I think you made a very astute observation based on that stat that Instagram's going to be where they are in the next couple years yep. so getting a foothold on Instagram now as a real estate agent as a real estate company is going to benefit you in the long term uh -huh. so it's almost like you want to I, I said in there like test stuff out on Facebook because that's you get you get a lot of chances to kind of make a first impression on Facebook, uh -huh. but really take your best stuff and move it over to Instagram and see if you can get established there. And like when you're looking at content again across both channels, mm -hmm. for the owner that's listening to this podcast wanting to use this service, should they be talking to their? Can the agent use the same image and the same content on both platforms, or do they have to try and make it look different on both to engage? So I guess what I'm saying, Ad, like if you put up on Facebook a post of the kitchen and you write right. the exact same text, yeah. can you put that exact same post onto the other channel or should it be mixed up to try? So a lot of businesses you'll see are going to post the exact same stuff across every platform. It's just kind of one size fits all. I think we're moving away from that. I kind of feel, I, yeah. like you said, because I see it on one and then I see it on the next platform. It annoys like, you, oh, right? It yeah. does. Yeah. And then I'm wondering, do you need to be more cautious of that and try to... I'll just say this. I think people, you know, as they're trying to understand social media, they took shortcuts and they try to just copy and paste, use the same photo. It's not... Here's the thing, man. It's not hard to make two different posts. It's not hard. If you have two pictures, use a different picture on each one, write it a bit differently. The key to it is... I would even, like when I'm writing a post and I know I want to put it on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just so I don't 
alienate people, what I'll do is I'll actually go and write the posts on a whole separate program. Uh -huh. This sounds insane, but I'll go and write it in a separate program, and then I'll pick and choose what I want to use for Facebook, what I want to use for Instagram, what I want to use for Twitter. So I have like the same base for all of them, and I write all the details there. And then I'm like, all right, what's going to be really interesting for the college students I teach. What is my family gonna find more interesting? And I kind of craft it from there. So I guess my final answer is just that it's not hard to differentiate, so just do it, you know, it's not tough. Now, I've seen a bit of a trend as well um, with a lot of local agencies. It's just started to take off where the traditional real estate photo is a shot of the room, mm -hmm. it's empty. I've seen a lot of agents where they can engage a family mm -hmm. to actually get the family in the photos, like not their face or anything, but yeah. like, you know, like a family member cooking at the kitchen right. or kids playing with toys on the mat of their bedroom yep. floor. Do you think that level helps with engagement as such? Like, 100%. Or make someone feel like there's a better story there? That well, we talk, like well, we talked about the fact that you want to feel like part of someone's family or one of their friends. It's been proven, and you know, there's statistics to back this up, that if you see a person in a picture, it becomes more real to you. Uh -huh. You can picture yourself doing that. Like you are saying, you can see yourself in that kitchen. You can see your kids playing on that floor. So yeah, 100%, I think. If you can be visual, it's better than using text. Yeah. If you can use a video, it's better than being visual. If you can put a person in there, that's the best thing you can do. Now, oh, you actually mentioned video, and that is an interesting one as well. So YouTube's quite popular yeah. where, where we are, okay. especially with agents. Uh, my agency in particular, it's very rare that we'll put a property up without a video attached to it. Mm -hmm. um, is video, like, they don't generate a massive amount of views in Australia, but are they still worthwhile doing? Is it is that having that avenue there or that particular piece of marketing there an added bonus regardless the level of traction? I think so. Um, I mean, look, if anything you're doing is not getting traction, part of using social media is not just making the post but analyzing the post and, and then, thinking like, all right, if this didn't work, I'm not going to use it again. Uh -huh. I think video is something worth trying out, but you're going to find through trial and error whether or not it works for your audience, whether or not it works for your market. Uh -huh. And the last thing you want to do is put a lot of time and effort into something that's not working. Yeah, for sure. Um, and the last thing, I guess, Instagram stories. Yeah. Like that's the big talk at the moment. A lot it of is, people it is the hot thing right now, it. for sure, yeah. Um, I'm here playing today, obviously, yeah. at the conference, putting up a few posts on our company page. Yeah. But is it's challenging to continue to remember to create content. Yeah. Um, how much content should you be putting out, I guess, on a on a daily, weekly basis, not just, I guess, on Instagram stories, but really in general, is it? So I'm going to look at it from a different perspective is I'm going to evaluate how much good content I have uh -huh. and then I'm going to divvy it up over however many days. I don't think if you start looking into I need to post something every three days or I need to post something every half hour, that's when you get in trouble because you start putting up stuff that's no good. Yep. I think rather than trying to have a really good schedule, try to let your content dictate what you're doing. Um, obviously don't fall into the trap, and I talked about this, that you go like months or years without posting, but try to use a little restraint. Uh, try to think, is this good enough? Would I be interested in this? Or is this just going to take up space and irritate people? Okay, so it's a fine line by the sound yeah. of it, getting, making everything's, sure that you've got. Everything's a fine line. And like you spoke about Photoshop and mm -hmm. having an understanding on using that in the talk today. Yep. Is it important as well when crafting all the like the social media stuff to put up online that it's of a higher quality it's not just like snap upload 
100 percent better something looks the more professional especially look if i'm uploading something from my personal account then maybe i don't care as much how it looks if you're uploading something from your company's account it should look professional because you're offering a professional service and you want to sell people on being able to trust and rely on you yeah so the agent snapping a photo outside the front of the house and probably not the best way to do it yeah just loading it up now because they want to get it to market quick or they want to get it there quick is not necessarily the best course of action. You talked bit. about the fine line between kind of content and time. It's also the fine line between being timely and being good. Uh-huh. You want to be both. Okay. Yeah. Well, for me, I think that's a really interesting just look at um, social media in general. For me, what it sounds like, I guess, for my demographic in my area, that the key is start with Facebook if mm. you're looking to advertise. Should they be just relying on the agent's page or should they be talking to the agent about promoting it with Facebook advertising, for instance? or? Uh, I think, again, it's something where you should start out just using, see see how much you can reach organically, just Mm -hmm. posting on your page. And then once you feel comfortable, start researching into paid social. Uh, It's a really awesome tool to use, but it's not something I'd use right off the bat. Yeah, because they talk a lot about target marketing and and obviously trying to find that buyer that's going to appeal to that property via yeah. target method. I think it's about working your way there. I think yep. it's about understanding the platform, putting together some quality content, and then once you're ready to kind of spread your wings and try things like paid social, go for it. Beautiful. Well, I want to wrap this up and yep. I want to really appreciate your time. Um, and like I said, the key takeaways, Facebook first by the sound of it, mm-hmm. um, followed by Instagram. Yep. It's more to do about the demographic that you feel it's going to pitch for that particular property. Is that- I think if you can master those two platforms, you're in really good shape. And then you start looking into what can we do on YouTube? What can we do on LinkedIn? And where can um, we expand from there? Exactly. Beautiful, mate. Well, I really do appreciate your time course, for having a chat to us on the property pod. It's been fantastic. I'm actually blown away that I'm sitting here with someone that has worked for such an amazing company like Marvel and was up on stage an hour ago and has taken the time to sit down with me and have this a quick chat. This is fun, chat. man. I enjoyed it. Um, and yeah, obviously, once we get our little show reel together of this whole week, I'll sure to send you a link so you can have a Please listen. Please do. <laughs> Beautiful. Absolutely. Thank you cool. very much. Thanks, man. Thanks.